0: To be a pilgrim. Hello, my name is Lara. I am 22 years old and I'm from the United States. And I walked a portion of the Camino de Santiago between Pamplona and Burgos. So I've calculated and it's approximately 218 kilometers, but I think uh, depending on the source that might vary a little bit. So, um,. A quick kind of rundown of my experience of the Camino. I so I began in Pamplona, and um, I had just come from the Festival of San Fermín, which is a quite a crazy kind of experience uh, with hordes of people, and um, you know, there's a lot of just action going on in the streets there's the bulls there's people partying there's there's just a lot of kind of um sensory overload in that place and it was it was a great time and i was with good friends but i uh was very excited to start the camino and kind of get out of that kind of chaos so i started in pamplona and on my first day i started walking and about an hour and a half or two hours into walking I came across a field of sunflowers, and, um, you know, I was already really excited about doing this Camino, but, of course, there were were some hesitations. You know, I was scared of what was to come and who I was going to meet and if it was going to hurt, you know, if my body could do it, and I see the field of sunflowers, and I, I basically just laughed. You know, I just looked at it, and I was like, okay, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing right now because I had just been speaking with my friends, like, two days earlier about how much I love sunflowers, and how I would I would love to just prance through a field of sunflowers, and there I was, you know, and it was absolutely incredible, and it was kind of this moment where I, I just knew that uh, this is where I was supposed to be, and this is what I was supposed to be doing. So that was really magical. And then it was there that I met my first friend named Carl from Australia, and I and I walked with him for the rest of the day. And it's um it was a shorter day that day. I only walked um I think it was about six. 15 kilometers or something short, like that, but one of the most beautiful, I think, um, because of the sunflowers, and then also it was on that route that I went to um, one of the higher higher points on the walk, and there was a beautiful view back, looking back at Pamplona and it was just stunning and i I took pictures, and Carl took a picture of me, and I showed it to some friends later, and they just said, Laura like you 're beaming you 're so happy in this picture, you know this is So fantastic. So that first day was just blissful, you know, and obviously I wasn't in pain yet, so (laughs) I was kind of unaware of that as a physical aspect of the Camino as of that point. And then I walked for another eight days, and I did from that point on um, stages of about between, you know, 23 and 30 kilometers a day. It was kind of crazy, though, because on my second day, I, after having only gone 16 kilometers on my first day, I think I went like a whopping 30 kilometers on the second day, something like that. And I didn't start walking until 10 a.m. in the morning, which I later learned was like what you don't do when you're walking the Camino. You, know, you know, you, you get up like everyone else at, at 6 in the morning and you're out of there by at the latest 7, 7.30. So I learned quickly (laughs) not to leave at 10 a.m. Because then I spent that entire day basically alone, um, just in the sweltering heat. And I was kind of going mad at one point near the end of the day. But I finally made it to Estella. So I had um, stayed the first night in Uterga. And then I went to Estella, or Estella, however you want to pronounce it. And I, um, when I arrived, I saw one of the people that I had met when I stayed the night in Uterga, and his name was Christoph from Germany, and he, he's like, Laura? What are you doing here? Like, he was so surprised to see me in Estela because he's like, it's 6.30pm, you've been walking in this heat all day, you know, I'm so surprised and so happy for you to be here, you know? And, um, and that was so funny, and I ended up actually seeing Christoph every day for the, almost the rest of my time on the Camino. And he became a very close friend of mine, as did Carl, my very first friend. So yeah, let me think. So that was kind of the day where I did my learning, my big learning day to kind of know, okay, how, how do I want to go about doing this? What, what kind of schedule do I, why do I want to make for myself? If, if any, really. But I definitely learned that it's a, a wiser idea to wake up early and to walk in the morning rather than throughout the day. So then the next day I, walked to, um, let's see, I forget where I walked to, but it was a pretty reasonable distance. And that day I actually met a lot of fantastic people and people that would become dear friends of mine by the end of my my trip. People from Norway, people from China, people from the U.S., um, a lot of people that day, actually. And that was a really wonderful day because I kind of felt like I had done it right. I had gotten up early and left early, and it was through beautiful um, kind of mountainous countryside, but I was hurting. That was definitely the first day where I really realized that the Camino is not an easy task in terms of the physical aspect, because um, I think, you know, I'm a very athletic person, and I, I think I knew that it was going to be hard for me, but I, I kind of thought, oh, well, you know, I've done all these sports my whole life, like, I'll be fine, it's, you know, it's whatever, but wow, like, I don't think I've ever been more sore, and <laughs> my whole body just ached, you know, and by the end of that third day, the, those last five kilometers or whatever, I was just, you know, all your body wants to do is just get there, you know, and it's so interesting because I often would start my days um, with very clear thoughts very fresh, you know, I felt good, there was no pain, and, you know, la la la, let's go, let's keep walking, and then slowly as the day went on and as the heat got hotter and as my body got more tired, it's interesting because my thoughts kind of tended to stray and like I stopped really thinking necessarily about specific things, and um, I found so much kind of like relief in speaking to people. Because that was when I was no longer able to really, like, think about certain things I wanted to focus on. And I wasn't really coming up with anything, um you know, like any revelations like I would sometimes do in the morning. So then I, there was so much comfort in, you know, having someone to walk with, which I often did, which was really nice. And that having someone to talk with, you know, you you know you have five hours ahead of you. So all those conversation topics that might not come up until... Sometimes even years of being friends would come up after half an hour having met each other, and so I had some of these, you know, incredible conversations with people and talking about aspects of our lives or of society society that, you know, we wouldn't, I don't, you know, talk about with a lot of people. And so that was always such a wonderful way to, you know, pass the time and, you know, get there. But then also just to learn from other people, whether they were. 30 years my senior or, you know, the same age as me because I think actually I was the youngest person I met. I don't think I met anyone younger than me. Yeah, so those that was... now I'm not even going by day. I'm kind of just talking about general experiences here. Let's see. Let's focus on how... Um, let's see the, the good things about the Camino. And I guess what surprised me was kind of just off of what I was saying about meeting people. I think I wasn't expecting to meet people that I would really stay in close touch with after the experience, because I, I think I just thought I was going to, you know, meet some people and have a good time with them and have nice conversations and then, you know, maybe never speak to them or hear from them again. But um, that just wasn't the case. I think, it, you know, it surprised me that in the end, I, I made friends that I'm now still in touch with via email or Facebook or whatever it is. And um, people that I'm sure I'll see again at some point, you know And that's something that's really special because I did only do nine days of walking in the end You know, which is quite little compared to what a lot of the people I met are doing, which was the full Camino Francés So to them I was just a tiny little itty bitty part of their experience But they still value me and they still value our friendship Which is shown by the fact that we're still in touch and that's something that's really special to me And that was you know surprising and I think another thing that kind of surprised me was just how easy it was to get over the challenges of the Camino and to accept them and almost enjoy them. And I think that was really nice because, you know, it's not an easy thing to do walking however many kilometers a day. You know, it can be painful, it can be even boring, it can be, you know, whatever, depending on the person. But it's um, all so worth it, you know, and you kind of forget about it as soon as you arrive in the village or the town or the city that you're, you're hoping to arrive at, you just um, forget about any of the pain that you had and you're just so grateful for it, you know, it's all part of the experience. And I think that's something that I really enjoyed about the Camino, that there are difficulties associated with it, but it's worth it to just to be in nature and to be with incredible people and to have this simple life, you know, I think I just loved the way of living of just, you wake up in the morning early, you see the sunrise every day, which is just magical. And you, you know, you walk out into the crisp morning and, you know, you just walk, you just, you just walk. And that's all you need to do. You know, you don't need to go anywhere in particular. You can walk to whatever town you want to. You listen to your body and it's fun, though, to listen to your body, but also challenge your body, you know, like, and and kind of play with that border of what can I do, what what can I push myself to do, or just take a really relaxing day, you know, it's just a simple, simple thing, you don't have to do, there's no commitment to, to. you know, you don't have to go to a, an appointment here, or run here, or drive there, or like anything, you're just walking, and it's so nice, you know, just to have that time to, to walk and to think or to talk with people just to look at nature to be with nature and think about your life and think about Spirituality and think about other people and it's um amazing then you get to where you ever end up you know wherever that is and then you're you're just there and there's you don't have to be anywhere after that either you know you can just spend your afternoon writing in your journal about your thoughts for the day or You spend the afternoon exploring the town that you're in or going to a little museum or visiting the, the church and, and, or just, you know, spending time with your friends that you meet where you're staying or that you met when you were walking. And then you have a very hearty supper and some wine and some bread and some water and then you go to bed and you sleep the best sleep ever even though it's in a crickety old bunk bed and there's, you know, sometimes you'll have a giant room with literally 98 bunk beds but you just sleep like any, you know, like you sleep amazingly well, and you wake up the next day and you do the same thing. Like, it's just so, I loved that. And, And then you kind of get into this mindset of just, you just want to keep walking. And so by the time my ninth day came along, I had just really sank into this, you know, peaceful, spiritual, loving kind of, journey and schedule you know and and i was so at peace and very much enjoying it and so then when my last day came along all i wanted to do was keep walking you know i just wanted to get to santiago and just keep walking was i couldn't i can't really explain much more than just the fact that i just wanted to keep going you know because of how uh kind of refreshing the experience had been up until that point point. And I, and i almost wanted also to keep walking because i wanted to Experience more of the challenges to come, you know, I wanted to have more of that learning experience because I think that there's surely um, There was much more for me to learn and much more for me to discover You know the nine days was just not enough, you know, there was a lot of things I learned about love and compassion and um, just showing those things to other people and love and compassion that I already have in life and the importance of of friends and of family and, you know, a lot of things. I thought about a lot of things, but there was so much more, you know, that I think I could have kind of worked on or learned from other people, heard so many other people's stories. So now I'm just absolutely determined to go back and proudly wear my, my Camino de Santiago shell and my backpack and, you know, do the whole the whole stretch. And, and there's definitely this kind of uh, camaraderie now that I feel for all the other pilgrims because that was another wonderful and magical thing about it was that there was so much just, um, immediate, like, love and care between pilgrims. I mean, of course, there's, you're going to find people that aren't necessarily, um, you know, maybe they're there for drastically different reasons than you, or they're kind of just, um, they seem like they're grumpy people or whatever. But I really didn't meet anyone like that. I think I, I was lucky and I met, every single person I met was just loving. And kind. And, you know, I had these really wonderful moments, like, waiting in a stream with an Italian woman who, who, I don't speak Italian and she doesn't speak English, but we just shared this afternoon together, like, effortlessly, you know, because we don't need language. We just, uh, I mean, and she was, you know, she could, she's the age, she could be my mother, you know, and, and so it's, it's, but she was my friend. And that's what was so amazing about it, that we shared this magical afternoon, waiting in this beautiful river, just, cooling off without even really needing to communicate, you know, and we just kind of would look at each other and smile or, or you know, communicate with our hands or, you know, whatever it was. And that happened all the time. You know, every day I was making friends with people that could be my grandfather, could be my mother, could be a sibling, you know, whatever, people of all different ages, all different countries, all different backgrounds. But um it was just so easy and effortless to make friends because everyone was so open to each other you know i think it was just that kind of pilgrim camaraderie and that attitude of of kindness that everyone had that was like just so amazing you know and so now yeah i've got this like love for all pilgrims and i want to hear everyone's story and i then later in my travels I, i when i left the camino i went traveling around europe and I ended up back in a city in Spain called Santander, where I had lived for over, for about a year. And the Camino del Norte goes through, the Northern Camino goes through Santander. And when I was living there, you know, I saw the, the shells and the markings for marking the, the trail in the city and, and never thought much of it. You know, I knew what the Camino was, but I didn't, you know, really think much about it, or I would see a couple of pilgrims here and there, but it was like, oh cool, pilgrim, right? But now, being back in Santander, I saw, like, the shells on the, and the market, and the arrows on the floor, and I just got so excited, and, and I would see pilgrims, and I'd say, Buen Camino! You know, because that was like, those were always the best moments for me when a local or another pilgrim said to me, Buen Camino. And then I even, you know, I helped a couple pilgrims, because I could sense that they were pilgrims, and they looked very lost, and I, I went up to them and asked if they needed help. They were looking for, um their albergue, their place to stay. So I, you know, helped them, but it was just so nice to see them <laughs> and to speak with them and kind of wish them a happy way, good way. But, uh, yeah, I've kind of rambled a bit about a lot of different things. But, um, I think one of the biggest things I took away from the Camino was just, um, a, a lot of love. I think was just, I, I always knew love was important in life, but I don't think I realized how important it was until I went on the Camino, because it's not, I mean, the Camino is a very simple life. There's not a lot of money involved in it, you know, and and you're really just, you know, there's not a lot of materialism at all involved in it, but it's such a happy, um, those were such happy days because they were filled with love, and I think that um, I needed that to really show me that, that, like, life isn't really anything unless you have someone to give love to, and then to receive love from, you know, so that to me was really important. And also, it's just a beautiful time to be in nature. You know, I love just walking all day through the beautiful Spanish countryside, despite the heat or, you know, despite your sore legs or the heat rash I had all over my body, you know, it's, um, it's a beautiful thing to do with your, with your time. So, yeah, I would recommend anyone, everyone to do the Camino. You know, I think it's a really beautiful and, and kind of revealing experience. And different people get different things out of it, you know. Um, I met a lot of people that were there for a lot of different reasons. My reason was really just, I think, to have this experience of um, some time alone and some time in nature and to explore my spirituality because I'm not, completely sure what you know what where i stand in terms of my of my um like spiritual life and i i thought that it would be a good way for me to kind of explore that and and you know discover what you know what i i guess yeah just discover my more spiritual side so that was a big reason and then also i'm in a huge transition point in my life i'm switching from being a student to being a full-time worker in a large city, New York City, and I wanted some time to reflect on my last four years of university and my time before that, before I go into this big new thing, because I think it's important to have some time to um, just kind of figure out who you are and what you want and what you can give to other people before rushing into this, the big apple and the craziness that is that is there. <laughs> So I think I wanted that as well, and just some time to do something different, something a little more interesting. And I love hiking, I love being in nature, so that's why I did it. It seemed like the perfect kind of way to spend some time. If only I had done it for longer, of course. But yeah, that's why I did it. So, you know, everyone does it for different reasons, and most people find what they're looking for. So, you know, I think it's yeah, it's a wonderful thing to do as, as long as, you know, you're an open-minded and you have to be open-minded though, you know, because you're only going to get from the Camino what you're willing to receive.